what's happening? This is Vonte the Pro, and I'm kicking it with my homie. What up? I'm Will Gill. We are Hip Hop Review Podcast, and we'll be checking out all the latest hip hop albums dropping. We'll be reviewing some of our favorite classics, too. We'll let you know what's hot, what's not. That way you know what's going on. Yes, sir. You could be listening to any podcast in the world right now, but you're here with us. Bless up. on the ass. Yes, sir. <laughs> we made it. Man, I'm so glad to be back from our hiatus. It's 2017. We yep. here. I am Will Gill, Vontae the Pro. Yes, and, sir. Uh, we just looking forward to this year, man. And um, I'm excited today. Me, me too. Why are you? I know what album we're reviewing today, but why do you feel so excited? One, today we are finally dropping episode number Rick Nash, 61. 61. On ass, no. <laughs> <laughs> so that feels good. Yep. And another reason why, uh, you know, a lot of people might not know who Rick Nash is unless you're Canadian, but he's a hockey player. Uh, yeah. The icy one out the there. The icy one. Kind of like what we're doing player. today, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Little Wayne. Uh, <laughs> yeah. This album that we were reviewing dropped in uh, January 1st, so we felt it was appropriate to uh, for our first podcast of the new year to uh-huh. do a throwback of this Lil Wayne Carter album. Yes, sir. The one that started it all. Mm-hmm. And uh, if anybody out there somehow don't know who this guy Lil Wayne is, you know what? Let's hit him with a little background check. Let's get it. Who does he think he is? I just told you who I thought I was. A god. I just told you. That's who I think. God, little Wayne coming out of New Orleans. Uh, this guy signed with Cash Money by the age of nine years old. <laughs> nine years old? <laughs> Damn. That sounds illegal, don't it? Yeah, it's like, you can't right? work at nine. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Who cuts a nine-year-old a check like yeah. that, you know? <laughs> he came up with the Hot Boys. Well, we all know that... Um, Cash money don't cut checks, <laughs> so I guess that makes sense. Yeah. But uh, besides that, uh, he come, he came up with the Hot Boys. Uh, Wayne coined the phrase "bling bling." Mm-hmm. He's been dropping music consistently since '99. Albums like "The Block Is Hot," "The Lights Out," mm. "500 Degrees," mm-hmm. "Carter One," "Carter Two," "Carter Three," mm-hmm. "Carter Four, <laughs> and "Carter Five On The Way." Yeah. <laughs> we hope. Yeah, like father, like son. The rebirth. I am not a human. I am not a human too. Mm. And uh, just a ridiculous amount of mixtapes that literally if i would list them off every year all day we'll be sitting here all day all day but, long. um interesting thing that i read on wikipedia uh they said total of mixtapes albums collabs he has dropped a combined 43 full projects projects 43 yeah. projects and it says he uh wayne is averaging two full projects a year wow and at uh in the 2000s he was averaging about uh in the early 2000s he was averaging about four projects a year <laughs> damn man. yeah so uh this man wayne is definitely putting in that work damn and with all that being said man i think um a lot of people first started to you know really fall in love with 
the Wayne brand with the Carter. So mm-hmm. let's start it here, man. Uh, the Carter dropped in 2004. Do you kind of remember how you feel getting into this album? Back in 04, me, myself, onto the pro, I was going through a few things. I was living in the Bay Area, you know, trying to stay out of trouble. Um, and around that time, I was going in between ninth or eighth to ninth grade, which pretty much, pretty much means I was on my way to high school. Um, at this point, I was young, wild, and reckless. And at the time, when I think about it, so was Lil Wayne. <laughs> so naturally, I'm going to fuck with this album. But even though the landscape of music back in 04 consisted of albums like Kanye West, The College Dropout, one of my favorites, uh, T.I. Urban Legend, classic, uh, uh, Cameron, Purple Rain, Ooh. Usher, Confessions, and just somehow, some way, Lil Wayne fizzled up and was able to grab everybody's attention. So really, when I think about it and, and, and everything, like, so my thoughts going into this, it was just like many of my friends and family, like, I was just hot and charged up to listen to this. So that's what I was thinking. I was really, I was excited for it. I, I felt like it was, it was, it was going to be good. What about you, Wilgo? Yeah, I remember getting into this album for the first time, and uh, man, you listed off some great albums like Purple Haze was like mm-hmm. my shit. Uh, the Confessions, oh man, I, fire! I fell in love to that album. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and, uh, so did all my aunties and uncles. <laughs> yeah, and I would say when this Wayne album dropped, I wasn't hyped about it. Um, what? Yeah, uh, Juvie <sighs> was my favorite dude on the Cash Money record mm, at the time. Um, you were one of those, yeah, huh? Wayne, Wayne was just kind of like another one of their artists at the time. Mm-hmm. And then uh, when I got into this album, I was like, holy <laughs> shit. I think this guy's becoming my favorite artist. Mm. And uh, for me, the Carter is the album that I really started to really fuck with Wayne and really appreciate what he was doing. So uh, I was super uh, into this album when it dropped, but the day it dropped, I couldn't say that I felt that way. But uh, mm. after a couple of listens, I was I, I was woke. Okay. <laughs> I want to ask you, just to rewind a little bit. So you said that you, know, you were more into Juvie and uh, yeah. Wayne, Wayne was kind of there. Are you kind of saying like, Juvie was Drake and Wayne was Tiger. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> exactly. Okay, exactly like that. And, uh, like I, he was cool. I always enjoyed them, but yeah, you yeah. Know, he was just always kind of on the back burner. Mm. But uh, the Carter, when they dropped, it made a difference. <laughs> it made an impact. Okay, okay. <laughs> and um, with that. man, with that with that being said, this album has a total of twenty one songs. God damn. And uh, let's get into our standout record, man. Let's do it. Tell them to bow down to me and greatness. Well, they ain't never do what I do. They wish they could do what right. I do. So I want to talk about my favorite track, my standout track that I liked back in 0304 that hit me, um, I guess, towards the end of the album, track number 19, Shine. Ooh. Featuring, um, do you know who it features? Uh, I know some fat dude singing on the hook. He was great with the production. I'm blanking on his name. Uh, what, what was his name? Jazz? Jazzy Faye. There Jazz, we go. Jazzy Faye. Um, I don't know. Am I crazy for thinking that this song was originally called Earthquake? Dude, I, I, I remember Earthquake, but I don't think... Was that with Wayne? I thought I don't know, but I think a lot of jazz uh, production was the same, and I think he did a song called Another Earthquake. Song. But I mm. feel like it was with Ti. Mm. I could be wrong. It was a long time ago, but I feel <laughs> yeah. it was with Ti. But yeah. I hear you. Okay, uh, instrumentally, very similar songs. All right, all right. That that would make a lot of more sense because I was kind of confused. But secondly, I want to say I want to tell all these other podcasters out there. I want to take a second real quick and just say, um. Way more fly than you. It's all that little podcast, man. I'm sorry. Will, yeah. will, was that petty? Was that was yeah. I being petty right there? Yeah. You close close your eye right now. One eye. 
because you look like Petty Wop. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but I uh, fuck with Invitator Pro. Uh, I like the way you coming in hot, 2017, <laughs> baby. Sorry, man. Sometimes I could just be one petty nigga, man. <laughs> but man, back to the song right here. I just feel like um, this is just a player's anthem, um, and I feel like it ever since it came out. The hook is sung by Jazzy Faye, which I feel like is a uh, contagiously catchy and sums up this song very well. A little fun fact about this song. This song is a sample from Al Green's Let's Stay Together, um, which is sampled. And they also flipped the melody on the hook um, because um, it used to be like, I'm so in love yeah. with you. And then I'm way more fly than you. Like, they just that literally flipped player. it. They just flipped that. Jim. Yeah, yeah, Jim. I want to say, back to the song, though. Um, Lil Wayne is pretty much saying he's the flyest nigga on the block, and he will take your bitch, give your bitch back, and then take your bitch again. Damn. That's <laughs> fucked up. Yeah, that's fucked up, man. That's that shit will break my spirit. Yeah. <laughs> um, then, and I want to say, Lil Wayne's pen game, I just feel like, is really in pocket on this song. There's a rule, and the rule goes, the game is to be sold and not told. Ooh. So I feel like Lil Wayne is just selling these hoes games on every bar. Every like every bar, he's just selling game. But I feel like one of my finest memories of the song and half the reason why it's a highlight to me was um like I said this came out like when I was in high school as a freshman and when I went to high school uh, my freshman year I went to SLZ which is San Lorenzo High um and most kids that went there were from Oakland because it was right next door so I remember that the rallies used to be fucking hyped and when I say hyped I'm more or less saying hyphy as fuck <laughs> <laughs> but I and I remember one of these rallies um I was at and everyone's having a good time it's packed it's a bunch of kids everyone everyone from the school is in, in this rally in this auditorium and they just started playing this song and i remember if i could hear everybody singing this word word for word shaking dreads just singing loud as hell it almost felt like wayne i got shot Man. and he died or something like that you that know what i mean dope. it was crazy like i was looking around and i could literally see and feel the impact that this song had and um this song really stuck with me and i, I just really like this song um so just the impact was crazy the song is dope just so player so ill and just the production is refreshing because i feel like um jazzy Faye made the production so it's really nice to hear this um you know i, I do enjoy manny fresh a lot um but i just like i like the little quick little break that we got jazzy fade and he's on the hook you know it's just dope to me so this song right here is a Stand out. I highly recommend everybody checking this song out. Shine, which is track number 19. What you think of this song? Uh, first, I want to say what I think of your story of the song. Mm -hmm. Amazing. <laughs> great story. <laughs> you should have been there, man. Yeah, I, I wish I was there. <laughs> and uh, man, great song all around. Just like a true player song. Like a. When it comes on, you just feel like you want to, you know, go get some bitches. <laughs> <laughs> so I definitely yeah. agree with you, man. Yeah, yeah. When somebody say, where the bitches at? You play this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what that's song you play when you come in with the bitches. <laughs> <laughs> word, word. All right, Will Gill. So um, I know you said you listened to this album and it started to grow on you more and more. But when, when did it start growing on you? Did you have a favorite song? Yeah, man. I want to highlight track number 20, Ain't That a Bitch. <laughs> Track number 20. Ain't yes. that a bitch? Okay. And, uh, man, this is where I'm like, man, I think Wade might be the best rapper alive. Mm, okay. <laughs> and right. from the opening seconds of this record, Wayne is simply getting busy. Mm. Opening bars because the cops is watching, the streets is talking, your hoes is unfaithful, oh. your family ungrateful, your niggas ain't loyal, loyal. your niggas ain't lawyers, <laughs> and everybody saw you. Now ain't that, that a bitch. bitch. <laughs> like, come on, man. Opening bars? The first 10 seconds? Opening bars? <laughs> Nasty. Wayne is really just getting busy. And after, like, letting the instrumental breathe for a couple seconds and mm -hmm. uh, just hitting us with some ad-libs, Wayne bounced back 
back with just ill, choppy, slightly mumbling bars like, this one here is just to clarify the fact that I'm a motherfucking Mac. This one here is just to verify the fact that I got straps on my back. Mm. This one here is just to clarify the fact that your boy is back. back. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Literally, oh. first 30 seconds, Wayne's is hitting us with two different flows, like mm. uh, uh, like wordplay, metaphors. Like, it's just nasty, and that's literally in the first 30 seconds of the song. Uh-huh. And I was just like, that's how you make a fucking statement. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like uh, this track is honestly like uh, Wayne's coming out party, like flow-wise. Wayne's flow on each one of these verses is like water. Just every word, every bar perfectly fitting in with the instrumental. This mm. track has just a fire hook, fire inter- uh, instrumental. Mm-hmm. We get braggadocious bars, gangster bars, metaphors, wordplay. This record pretty much has it all, and that's why, for me, this is my standout record from the Carter one. If you ain't heard this record in a while, or if you consider yourself a, a Wayne fan, and you're not really into, like, some of his older tracks, and you only listen to, like, Carter 3 and on. Yeah, yeah. Get back into this old stuff, because yeah. Wayne was really getting busy back in the uh-huh. day. And that's uh, track number 20, Ain't That a Bitch. I want to say, I miss that old Wayne, man. Yeah. I miss that old Wayne. And um, I just haven't heard him sound this hungry in a while. And um, it just felt really dope. It felt like, it felt like at the time, it, it, we all believed and we knew that he was a cash money millionaire. Yeah. But I felt like that on this on this song, he's like, that's not enough. Being a millionaire is not enough. He wants the respect of a true MC. Word. When I say respect, you know. As he puts some respect on the name. Yeah. That's how Wayne was earning it on this, uh, this song. And, and I felt like it. Well, he had more burden on his shoulder because, like, he's coming from the south, and yeah. at that time, at that time, southern rappers weren't getting no type of respect, nothing at all. So I feel like he was like he was really hungry for that, and um, I don't know, he just went in on the song. I, I fuck word, with that song word. so heavy. All right, man. With that said, we got our highlights out the way. Do you want to hop into the general side of this uh, review? Yeah, because we'll, we'll be here all day talking about yeah. all 21 songs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is special cloth alert. Uh-huh. But with that said, man, I, I would say for me personally. This album has a lot of special cloth on it. Mm. And uh, I would say it starts off right right away in the beginning with uh, one of the lead singles on this on this uh, album, Go DJ. Go w- DJ. W- what you feel about that record? Uh, Vontae the Pro, if a lot of people you guys don't know, uh, Vontae the Pro inspired, uh, makes beats. Yeah. He does production for artists. So uh, what do you think about the Go DJ record? I, I love this. I, and then, you know, you talked about like the production. Like I liked that on this album, it's spearheaded by Manny Fresh. Um, it's just so dope. And, and, and it kind of makes me feel a little bit of bittersweet every time I listen to this song and this album more or less is because I just know it's like the last one. You know what yeah. I mean? I know it's the last one, so it makes me feel a bitter, a little bit bittersweet. But I feel like this is just a dope single that just to this day still carries heat. Um, the chemistry between them two is just indescribable. Um, I just feel like only I, I can't describe it, but I'm, I can compare it a little bit. And I feel like them two on a, on um, on a record is like like a Snoop and Dre, uh, yeah. YG and Mustard, uh, Jay Z and Kanye type of um, of bond. Um, it just I don't know. Wayne is just dope and I feel like he just shows us why he's the hottest nigga under the sun <laughs> and when he, sh- he in this song right here lyrically he's shooting and he's shooting for head he's yeah. shooting for the head shots man I really like this song Go DJ well, what you think of that? Uh, I'm not gonna lie I simply brought it up because I, I kind of figured you liked the song mm-hmm. me personally I never really like loved it I wouldn't say I disliked it though what? but I just couldn't get over the fact that this uh, this record always seemed like a shameless commercial for Manny Fresh oh, yeah, <laughs> every yeah, time yeah. I hear it it's yeah. like, it like damn is this a Manny Fresh commercial yeah. <laughs> my little way like damn but uh, overall but when it does come on I do enjoy I the that. song yeah, when I'm yeah. not like thinking about it like critically 
um, I I enjoy it just when it's on like randomly. You know oh, yeah. what? I, I can I can see the commercial and um, it's just really dope. I I I don't know. I just I just feel like this is like Wayne saying like we the squad. Like this is this is the clip. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, we them boys. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I so, feel that. So, did you have any other songs you liked on this album? There's a lot of songs, man. A lot of special cloth. Oh yeah, I, uh, I want to say one of my favorite records on this album is track number six. I miss my dogs. Mm, man, I miss my dogs. Yeah, <laughs> you say you gotta say it exactly like yeah. that. Uh, I feel like this song is just like one of Wayne's like realest records he ever recorded. Like yeah. Wayne's just addressing like growth, the relationship, and the fallout with like the Hot Boys. And he's letting them know that he'll always be there, like as a there'll always be family to him yeah. through thick and thin. And like even though right now it, it, it's pretty bad, like they yeah. they're really not fucking with him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And the fact that he dedicates like one verse for each member, like Juvie has his own verse, oh, BG what? has his own verse, Turk has his own verse. It makes like every verse unique. And it like it really makes you want to listen because it'd be like, oh, why him? And, what happened with him and Juvie? What happened with him and Turk? Yeah, what happened yeah. with him and BG? Damn, but I didn't every, know that. Yeah, but every verse is dedicated for uh, one of them. So one of the hot boys. Yeah, so it works out pretty perfect. Very interesting song. Uh, great songwriting. I miss my dogs. Great Man, record. That's dope. I just, you know, like um, Little Wayne is. You know, at that time, I'm going to say he's a gangster. Yeah. <laughs> and I want to say, I, when you're a gangster, you don't be vulnerable. And I like that he was Word. able to get vulnerable for a second. And um, when I first heard this song, because I didn't know. I didn't know that. I'm happy you gave me that, mm-hmm. that fun fact. I just like, I just thought it was dope that um, it just makes me think of like an RIP. Like an RIP. I didn't know it was like a Miss My Dogs. Like, you know, we don't fuck with each other yeah. no more. They over there. I'm over here. I thought it was like, I, like my dogs is gone. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's dope. It has like a, it's like a double entendre, I guess yeah, you could say. Yeah, yeah. So it's really dope right there. I like, I like track number seven a lot. But um, I'm going to go bring bring it back a little bit. And when I say bring it back, I'm talking about track number 12. <laughs> uh, bring I see it what you did there, Montana <laughs> Pro. That's nice. <laughs> track number 12, man. Uh, I like that song a lot. And um, that song's Bring It Back featuring uh, Manny Fresh. and what, what, what? Yeah. <laughs> another commercial for him <laughs> and um it's just dope it, it, it does for me it does the same thing as go dj but um both time i hear go dj every time i hear uh, bring it back and most of the time when i hear most of this album it just gives me goosebumps and um i just can't get enough of this shit man i just feel like man wayne said it and he started it right here and it's what i feel like sometimes you got to put those say something and put it into the world and it starts happening when he said best rapper alive since the best rapper retired yeah at the end of the song yeah. it was like oh shit you kind of yeah oh you yeah. coming for that yeah and, yeah and he really was that was like the first time i heard him really say like the mm-hmm. best rapper alive line yeah and, 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 and what made even more sense and i guess why he had more confidence to say because this is 04 and 03 the black album dropped and that was yeah. supposed to be jay-z's last album and he said that was it i'm retired yeah. so it just dope it's just dope it's just really dope did you like uh bring it back yeah man i, I love the vibe of that record uh, i love the scratching like towards the uh, the front end of the f- beginning of this song mm-hmm. great record a uh, great vibe a lot of Manny Fresh's like instrumentals like pretty much throughout this whole instrumental yeah I mean throughout this whole album is just fucking fire yeah, you yeah, really yeah. can't go wrong with this dude Manny Fresh yeah I, I am pretty surprised like how far he fell off Manny? Because, yeah because you think Manny it, fell off? yeah he fell off come on man I think I think Cash Money well, I'm gonna say the Cash Money I feel like he was he had an in-house crew he had his in, he like um, they had this thing where it says when you're a producer I could produce 50 records for people or whatever and, it, and they won't go anywhere but they, they, they say to find one artist 
that's hot, that's dope, and just build with him, create that chemistry, and make good music. So I feel like once Manny moved on and, and Cash Money moved on, he lost that. Mm. So he's just been trying to find and balance that out. That's what I think. Yeah. Because like you can make fifty records with people who you just throwing stuff on the wall and hoping it sticks. But I just feel like every time Wayne and him do something on the wall, it's stuck every time. Where? So, where? That's a great point, man. But uh, yeah, I, then I'll just say that I agree. Um. He just never really was able to bounce back once he kind of fell off the uh, Cash Money crew. I could see that. He, he did like a couple loose records like for a couple years after that. But I don't think Manny Fresh made it out of the early 2000s. Like I don't mm. I don't hear him producing nothing anymore. Not, any, not anymore. If but he I, is, he's not making it to the radio. Yeah, yeah. But I feel like... I'm not with us saying that we're not saying nothing bad about him because yeah. Manny Fresh is really fresh. Yeah. <laughs> and, and since... Uh, just in case people think what we're saying about him is negative i want to just hop into track number three this is the carter and again mm. just i'm gonna say it throughout this whole review another fire ass instrumental from manny fresh i agree and the hook is just catchy as fuck they said this album is pretty much all manny fresh instrumentals mm-hmm. and his hooks and wayne is just pretty much filling in the verses yeah and so this is damn near a collabo album of yeah. manny fresh yeah, yeah, and uh, little wayne and i gotta say this is the carter great record uh great hook good songwriting i would say the only thing that stops this is the carter from being like just a huge record mm-hmm. i think it is kind of sketchy that a grown-ass man uh who is manny fresh mm-hmm. is saying on the hook hold on to your teenage daughter mm-hmm. over and over on yeah. the hook is kind of weird like yeah. he really sound like a sexual predator yeah. like manny fresh is probably like at the time of this this is like 30 yeah and he's talking about hold on to your teenage daughter yeah. not a good look player yeah yeah and, and wayne is what 22 at this time yeah, yeah. come on it's, it's uh, kind of weird that's funny yeah but you know it's weird when i was listening to this song as like uh Dropped in 2004, so I'm 14. I'm like, oh, yeah, hold on to your teenage daughter. And, like, I'm rocking with it. But now as an adult, I'm like, oh, (laughs) oh, my little sister, a teenager player. What are you talking about? (laughs) What do you (laughs) mean? uh, Um, I would say that slightly takes away from the song. But overall, man, such a great record. mm -hmm. Wayne is really coming with it. And um, Manny Fresh is really, like, in his zone. Mm-hmm. Um, another song I mean uh, Manny Fresh didn't make this beat but track number 13 Who Wanna Whew. I like that song a lot man Yeah, I like that oh. song a lot I'm happy you talked about you know the my side of where I come from as far as producing and then also Manny Fresh and everything cause I'm just uh, I'm just a, a geek when it comes down to instrumentals but um Swiss Beats is dope on here I really like the break from it um and then like Wayne is just hitting with the bang him in the head lyrics. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's really dope. I don't want to say too much. I don't have to say too much. This song right here is just dope. And it's, it's cool. Like, when I'm listening to it, and um, I didn't, I just remember so much of Manny Fresh. And then I listen to this. I'm like, oh, Swiss made this. And I can listen to it. Yeah. It's just dope. Drums are nasty on that track. Mm-hmm. Um, the opening, like, words is, like, capital W. And I think the reason why he says capital W. Why is that? Is because this song is just a win. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure if that's right. We're not going to check the facts, but this song's a win. Uh, who wanna, uh, it's another example of Wayne just showing off his versatility with his flow. Like Everything he's doing is just so interesting. Yeah, yeah. He has like stop and go bars. It's like choppy. Sometimes it's all the way through. It's it's just He's just really showing out on that track. Uh, 
lyrics wise and uh the way with this flow yeah i feel that um another song that i felt like he was uh showing off a little bit i want to talk about uh snitch just a little bit oh man snitch is so fly yeah <laughs> mama always said you know uh stop telling all the motherfucking time stop telling all the motherfucking time yeah. and that's what wayne is reminding us miss yeah. sita says stop fucking title telling <laughs> yeah man like to your point like wayne's storytelling on his first verse is just like nasty he says mm-hmm. never let shit about g's leave your mouth your inside can't leave the house two donut lovers to police your house i sneak past those brothers leak in your house and put the heater dead in your mouth so shut up (laughs) so shut up oh three wayne please come back yeah (laughs) nasty right it's crazy to think that the dude that dropped those bars yeah. is now like a skateboarder, like <laughs> slash a rocker, yeah. uh, slash auto tune singer. Yeah. Like, he's so different now, but this shit right here, man, was fucking fire. Yeah. Uh, to me, I know uh, Shine gets a lot of credit as like probably the best instrumental on the song, but I mm-hmm. think Snitch, to me personally, is my favorite instrumental on the album. It's just like it's just dope the way it's like it feels like a fun party record when it first comes on, mm-hmm. and then but like nah, this record's for the G's yeah. and uh, all you motor mouth suckers, you know, don't leave the house because uh, <laughs> we out here, you know, shutting everybody up. Damn, I miss that way. <laughs> yeah. so much. you know what? Let's, let's talk about it. Since we're on the gangster side of the podcast, let's talk about some more gangster songs, man. You want you want to go to Heat? You yeah, talk about let's, let's, the Heat. Yeah, exactly. That's right. what I was thinking about, man. <laughs> this record to me, I feel like. Cash Money was like, yo, Wayne, we need a straight up criminal record. <laughs> and Wayne was like, say no I more. Got you. Say no more. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you, you know it's bad when a record opens up with just like straight up gunshots. <laughs> and, and the hook is, I shot you, arm, leg, leg, arm, head. The heater is burning bruises on my hip this year. Like, God damn. You really got to be shooting your gun to uh, leave bruises on your hip. Yeah. And uh, even like Wayne's opening lines of his first verse is uh, dressed in all black and my gun the same color. <laughs> like, damn, this dude Way was really on some gangster shit back in the day. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I'm not saying, personally, I would never murder anybody. At least I like to think I wouldn't. <laughs> but if yeah. I ever would... I'll be listening to this song before I do it. <laughs> <laughs> Man, you know what's dope? I feel like I didn't. I had no idea what he said on the hook. I'm happy you said it because all I hear is pistol shooting. You know, yeah. that's all I pretty much hear. But I just felt like this is that pistol on the lap flow on the whole Ooh. song. <laughs> I just, I felt like when he wrote this song, he had a pistol in his peripheral the whole time. The whole time he wrote this. And I just felt like at this point when this song came out, um, I believe that he was a blood. If he if you said yeah. if he said Sue Whoop or if he said yeah. you know Bloods over here, it whatever, really meant something. I would have said, "Wow, okay, yeah, nothing more." And then now he says it, I'm like, yeah, "Now it's like suburban white yeah, kids say it." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now you got people like Soldier Boy saying it. Yeah. It's, just, it's, just, it's, just, it's just crazy. It's lost all of his value. Um, do you have any? All right. So you have any other songs you want to talk yeah, about I, on the general side? Yeah, I got one more. You, are, are you kind of uh, cleaned up on this general side? I'm good. Uh, I just want to. I would wrap up this album as far as what, what I would say about just like the word wordplay being fresh and um, just nowadays I feel like Wayne fell off, but I feel yeah. like. You only hear that because you think about the greatness he gave us. But what were you gonna say about the last song? Yeah, I got one more, and uh, it's kind of perfect that it's the last one. It's all my own, and uh, when this record comes on, I think you just vibe out like Mm -hmm. as soon as it comes on. And 
it has one of the best Manny Fresh instrumentals. Like Wayne would say, mm. I like the snare is fresh. Mm. And um, this record is like a celebration of Wayne taking over his solo career and like kind of stepping out of that Hot Boys lane yeah, and yeah. really doing his own thing. Absolutely. And, I, and I think that's what makes this record so special. And uh, this is really his coming out party is this album and him and Manny Fresh, I think like collectively just put out such a solid album and yeah wayne rapping wise this is flow and bars probably the best wayne i've uh, heard throughout a whole album yeah you, you know and, and it, it does carry a lot more weight because when he's saying me on my own like any rapper could put out that type of song but when people know the shoes that he's wayne was in from. yeah you know what i mean it's just like wow okay i really i really get your point i like the independence that he's showing and, he, and i feel like he puts this album more, in more perspective yeah more like what what he's trying to do and um like he said this that wet crack flow man <laughs> i like great it man line, great line and i just feel like what i would say overall is like um I feel like you, I'm, I'm going to consider Will Gill a true Lil Wayne fan. And I feel like people consider this like his big album or more breakout album, you know, like yeah. the one that really like, um, it was, a, it was a breakout album. So I just feel like everything was just on a whole new level with Wayne. The subject matter, the flow, the polished pr- uh, production, everything was all sharp. So I don't know. I really like this album yeah. a lot. I yeah. really love yeah. this to album. To your point, I would say Wayne was kind of like, he was just one of five one of four like one of many yeah 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 and uh he was like there's no difference between him and bg there was like no difference between him and turk a lot of people even before this album dropped like bg more than wayne bg was a bigger artist than wayne i could see that and uh when this album dropped it signified the shift in wayne's career and uh really put him in the forefront of young money and Mm -hmm. made him the one and that's why records like all my own are so special and it's his really it's really his coming out party. I feel that. So um I hate to do it to you, Will Gill. I don't have no problem doing this, but let's go ahead and flip the coin and let's talk about some hate, man. Alright, man, let's do it. <laughs> let's do it. No, no, because I don't fuck with nobody. Yeah, I don't fuck with nobody. Like at all. Nobody. So it's very simple. I'm sorry oh, to do it to you, man, Will it's Gill. Very simple. Alright, watch to the pro. Yeah. Let me go first. Okay. Because let's I go. feel like mine's gonna be a little bit shorter than yours. <laughs> <laughs> all right go ahead go ahead and uh if you guys been listening to this podcast for a long time you know Vontae the pro has done some weird shit where we'll get into the dislikes mm-hmm. and he'll say you know what i don't got no dislikes <laughs> <laughs> that's that shit and Vontae the pro has done that before yep don't do and it. i would say don't do i'm it. very close to doing it for this album okay but i i would say this i don't have one specific song i dislike on this album i All think right. this album is just hitting at such high levels but since i'm gonna end it there since we on the hate side yep i would say one thing that always confuses me about this album this is called the carter mm-hmm. and like obviously carter name with his name works yeah but yeah, this yeah. is really named the carter from like you know it's supposed to be the drug building the carter from new jack city uh. so this like uh this is supposed to be like a walkthrough of like a drug house oh shit. and that's kind of like the concept of what this album is if you look at the album cover it's wayne mm-hmm. and then behind him is the carter like the the, the, the project house the trap yeah exactly and wow. i would say the reason you're saying wow like that it's because you get no feeling of that when you're listening to this album. It's like, why is this inspired by the new Jack City crack house? Yeah, yeah. When I'm getting really none of that vibe from this album. Like, everything is so, like, glitzy from the Manny Fresh production. Like, a lot of these 
instrumentals are so fun. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, maybe Wayne's like bars, if you're listening, are kind of hard, but instrumentally, I'm not getting a crack house yeah, <laughs> vibe yeah, yeah, from yeah, this yeah. shit. And I would say, on top of that, I hate all the skits on this uh oh. on this uh album. album on this album the even like the walk in like the that's why we have the intro is called the walk in because like you're walking into the Carter yeah but I kind of take away nothing from it the skits the on the block part one oh man <laughs> terrible I don't even know why it's there literally it just sounds like just like. If I drove past somebody talking and they were talking loud and I just heard like two seconds of somebody's <laughs> conversation and I just drive on and continue to live my life. And think like, nothing of it. That's exactly what that skit was. Ooh, and, okay. not, and, and not only do they have one of them, they got two of them. And they're both <laughs> garbage. And even the walkout, it's like, uh, I just don't take anything away from it. So wow. the, the identity of this album being The Carter I feel they completely dropped the ball on that. Mm. And so I would say that's probably the worst thing about the album. I feel like if I was cash money and after I heard the album and I knew what Wayne was trying to do, I would like literally never tell nobody about that original idea. Yeah. Like I want, you know, I would never bring that up. And uh, to, to your point with the skits, I think that's why little Wayne never became an actor. Because yeah. all these skits is trash. It's terrible. <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean? Like, hey, they're all trash. I'm happy you didn't, you know what? You threw a couple punches. I'm happy you didn't yeah. throw no pillows you know, because. Just light like, jabs. Just yeah, light jabs. Yeah, I was a little worried. I was like, oh, he got to bow out. He about yeah. to bow nah, out. Just, I, I'm just throwing <laughs> Floyd Mayweather punches, you know. <laughs> I'm scoring points, but I ain't knocking nobody out. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like that. Well, good. All right. Well, all right. Well, let me get a little ignorant. All right. All right. All right, so with this album, and more or less with, um, I guess you could say Cash Money has a total, there's one person I can't stand, and it's the whack-ass motherfucking bird. When it comes down to this album, I hated every single Birdman feature. For it, real. It wasn't as bad as, like, you know, maybe on some like Father Like Son songs or more. Yeah. If, if they would ever put out a new song like them together, like, I'm cringeworthy. But more or less, even when I listen to this, I'm just like, I, if I had to find a moment that I don't like on this album, yeah. it's every time Birdman starts, starts rapping. <laughs> you, you know what, to your point? The song track number four, Birdman Jr. To me, it's probably the the song I care about the least. <laughs> yeah. and, and it literally has his name in, in the title. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you're still not fucking with yeah. it, you know. And um, every time I'm a, he's on um he's on multiple tracks. His you know it's Birdman. He you know he's the ditty of uh of Cash Money. So I want to say every time I listen to Get Down featuring Birdman. Track number 15, trash. Number 18, only uh, only way, Birdman, trash. Number 7, well, uh, we don't. It, and the song is good. It's just the yeah, Birdman, Birdman part. Yeah. Treated it to trash. Like, just, just, <laughs> just, 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 just. What are you doing? Yes. Don't do this to me again, Wayne. I'm happy you and Birdman fell out because I don't ever want to hear this shit again. For real. <laughs> I don't ever, ever, ever want to hear, hear them to like... Ever. And also, I, I want to say this thing. And this is me. A small, tedious thing I'm going to talk about because it's the dislike side. I am in... We are in, tw- in uh, 2017 right now. Okay. I have 100% subscribed to the 13-song album. <laughs> we have way too much material on this album. Yeah. I, l- I like this album a lot. I love this album. But it's just a little... Just, uh, it's like, a little long. Yeah. When Will Gill shot me the text and said, Yo, my dude, you know, let's do this throwback. Nothing dropped this year. Like, let's just bring it back a little bit. You know, January 1st, um, you know, the Carter came out. Let's do this around this time. All right, let's do it. I go to my phone and I look at how many fucking songs it is. And it says 21 
I just had to do it, but I just feel like I just don't like it being so long. And then there's so many songs I feel like we can cut out. Yeah. And I feel like with Raindrop and so many projects, he could just save this stuff for something else. Yeah. Or you know what I would have really loved if he would on Carter one and even we on Carter two a little bit. He has a couple filler songs because they're both like twenty plus songs. Yeah. I wish that he today dropped a lost album. A lost tracks, yeah. and was like this the lost Carter or something like that. I would be hyped. I would be like, "Yo, this the old Wayne. This is what I like. This is what I fell in love with. This is what everybody fucked with." Yeah, and he he just put it all out too early. I yeah, think. but I say because I don't think he has any lost tracks, player. I think like, <laughs> which which you what happened with the songs that don't end up on the Carter, the songs that don't end up on Carter Two. Yeah, they end up on uh, Wayne's World. They end up on the Drought. <laughs> they end up on a uh, dedication. They yeah. end up you know on things like that. So. I really think if Wayne records it, Wayne releases it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's, that's pretty much like how his career went. Yeah, yeah that's how it looked crazy. You know, I I can see that 100%. Yeah. I um I seen I guess you could say that from now looking at it in 2017 and looking back, you know, 10 plus years, we could see how it panned out. I wish he would have held on to some of these songs and maybe we would still show him respect of being, of being the best rapper alive, but that's I don't know. I'm being real tedious right you. there. I'm not you. fucking with Birdman. I'm not fucking with this long ass long album. But I'm still I like the album. It's just long as fuck. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. That's all, but that's what I would have to say. But uh, are we all closed out with this? Like Monte the Pro. I wanted to. We want to. Let's do something fun real quick. All right. Uh, <laughs> we got a new bit that we're gonna do for uh, our episodes. So we're gonna, we've been looking at iTunes and yep. we've been kind of laughing our ass off. <laughs> yeah. So uh, on our negative side, we're gonna end it up with a, a reading from iTunes, one of our favorite reviews mm-hmm. of the album, Negative Reading, brought to you by Vontae the Pro. Vontae the Pro, Vontae the Pro, Vontae <laughs> Alright, so this is the most funniest one we were dying laughing at. and uh, So we get on iTunes, and back in those 6, this guy, who I'm not going to say his name, um, he dropped this, and it's it titled, Not Good Rap, uh, Can You See the Irony? And it's one star. So it says, Little Wayne, question mark, the funniest name in the world. But on a serious note, this is not good hip hop. Buy some Run DMC, Wu-Tang Clan, The Roots, or the Notorious B.I.G. Not this crap. <laughs> what the fuck? That, that's, a, that's a dude that's on Twitter that's telling everybody they ain't woke. Yeah, <laughs> That's seriously, that guy. Seriously. <laughs> this guy must be so New York. Like, everything he must say must end with B. Yeah. He, like, you know, this little, this little Wayne ain't good, B. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, he wears uh, Timberlands in the summer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that, we, I just thought that was funny. These other ones, like, you know, never like little Wheezy, never will. That shit is crazy. And I, it's funny. It just goes, like... There's one last one I'm going to talk about is what happened to you, Little Wayne? The only reason why I rated this one star is because Little Wayne fell off lyrically. This is probably the best CD he's ever made. Sadly, we won't hear another one, another album like this one. Damn. God damn. The- he fell off before he started. Right, right, right. This is like, what, fourth album or something like yeah. that? It was crazy. We just had a hell of a, a hell of a laugh, like, reading some of these reviews. So we want to continue this in the podcast. Um, and that's the last thing I want to say about yeah. that. About the hate, about the hate, about the hate. Yeah, we'll clean it up. But, uh, yeah, we're going to start reading a couple of our favorite yeah. uh, iTunes reviews. And, uh, yeah, with that said, man, let's uh, let's get into our ratings of this album, Montana Pro. All right. You want to go? You want to go first? Yeah, I'll go first. I would say for a, a 21 song album, 
I would say this album is as close as you could be like for an album to be good without being a classic. Ooh. So I give this album a A. I I think it's bordering on classic. Mm. It's just not there. But god damn, this album delivers. This- so Carter, great job, Manny Fresh. Great job, Little Wayne. Uh, a solid, great album. I want to call it a classic, but I-, I would be wrong if I did. I think what you're trying to say is like it just. The only thing it's really lacking is hits. Yeah. It has lyrics, it has production, but there's no, like, big hit. Like, you know, Go DJ was great, and there's a couple other good ones, but, you know. Yeah, I think for, like, a classic, you either need, like like you said, a huge hit, or it has to just be, like, culturally, like, super impactful. Like, it has to, like, change the way people listen to music, think about music, digest music. And I think this album is only delivering, which is doing its job at a great level, but it doesn't take that extra step to be a classic. Mm. I like how you put that, man. You couldn't couldn't say it any more, any better. I'm giving this an A minus. I feel the same as like, wait, it just it just it's almost there, but it's not. Yeah. And I'm I really enjoy it, and there's no way I would give it less than an A, but I see what you mean. I don't I don't have to say any more, man. Alright, cool. With that said, let's get into our closing questions. Uh real quick, I mean Ooh. did you buy this one? Did you buy this album? Yes, I bought this album. I bought this album. I bootlegged this album. <laughs> I made fake CDs. I gave out fake CDs to my friends about this album. <laughs> I argued over this album. Whatever you could do to a CD, I did to this album. And then uh so yeah, man, I fucks with this album. So I if uh if you ask me would I stream it, buy it, or uh what's the other option? Skip uh, it. Skip it. Uh, definitely buy for show. Same here. If, if I run into the vinyl somehow, uh, I definitely cop it on vinyl. You probably buy two. All right, man, let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Take a few steps back to go. You ain't got the answers, go man. You ain't hey, got the answers. All right, Will Gill. All right, Vontae the Pro. Want me go first? Let me go first, or you go uh, first? You go first. I've been going first. All right, so Will Gill, I want to ask you. Uh, you, you, you're an uh, OD Wayne fan. So I want to ask you this question Which one is better, Carter 1 or Carter 2? Looking back oh. on it, which one you picking? Carter two. Damn. Okay. Why? It's uh, when you drop Manny Fresh out the picture, mm-hmm. you thought he was Benito. Yeah, we, we we didn't know where Wayne's career was gonna go when Manny Fresh came out. Yeah. But we know now it went straight to the top. <laughs> God damn, we've never seen somebody like lose their in-house producer mm-hmm. and literally get better. Yeah. I honestly feel like uh, Manny Fresh was doing his job as a producer by, you know, making these fire-ass instrumentals, coming up with these dope-ass song ideas, mm-hmm. uh, bringing Wayne the hook. All he has to do is come up with the verses. Yeah. But it seems like it was holding Wayne back. Mm. What we're hearing on this album, when you listen to Carter 2, sonically, tone-wise, this is not Lil Wayne. Mm. This is Manny Fresh mm. with Lil Wayne verses. Mm. And uh, I think somehow, less is more. When you drop Manny Fresh out the picture, yeah. Wayne grows. And mm. uh, I, I say the growth was clear in Carter 2, and uh, that's why, to me, Carter 2 better than Carter 1. Would Ooh. you agree? I see all your points, but I disagree. Ooh, okay. I see all your points. Only reason why this is the producer in me yeah, is I, was gonna uh, say that. I just like Manny Fresh. The chemistry is just, you can't touch it. You know, it's kind of funny. We're talking about when you lose somebody, you, you know, you could fall down or, you know, go up. Yeah. I kind of feel like I'm just, I just, first person I thought about was Snoop Dogg and Dr. Dre. When Snoop and Dre were together and they dropping shit, 
it was fire. They hit every time. Yeah. Every time they every time they put out a song, they hit right up the marker. But once you know Dre came out the picture and then Snoop did his own thing, I just feel like Snoop missed a lot. Yeah. And um, I get your point. I see the producer thing, but I just love love the sound and the chemistry. I love I love the production. I get what you're saying with the whole ideas and everything, but I liked it. I feel like Wayne was still spinning. We got fresh ass beats and just the concept is really dope. I felt like the only reason, a main reason why Carter Two was better. It's just because he had more to prove. Yeah. Yeah. There was a soul behind Carter too. This yeah. this just sounds like a collection of great songs too. Mm, okay. And um and I think of like a perfect metaphor for like an in-house producer when you know they're really good. Like you're, if you have Dre as an in-house producer, Manny Fresh as an in-house producer, mm-hmm. is uh your in-house producer is kind of like a crutch. Mm. It either holds you up. Yeah. Or, it, but it could also hold you back because yeah, you're not yeah. running at full speed and uh. We don't know what artists are going to be until that crutch is gone. And uh, YG, we watching. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll see. Word. All right. All right. What's well said, man? You ready to, we ready to get out of here, man? It's got yeah, a pretty, pretty it, good long time Yeah, right yeah, now. yeah. Let's close out. Uh, with that said, if you guys want to let us know how you feel about this Carter album, uh, you can hit us up on Twitter. You can find us at HHR underscore pod. Mm-hmm. We hashtag team follow back over here. If you fuck with us, we fuck with, with you. you <laughs> and you can find us on SoundCloud. Jeez. Stitcher, iTunes, all that good stuff. You can find us on a whole bunch of fucking platforms that, you know, we, we don't even know where we at. We everywhere. <laughs> yeah. So, Hip Hop Review Podcast, look us up. If you listen to us on the iTunes, make sure you drop a review. It really helps us out. And uh, let's start this uh, new year strong. Yes, sir. And also, um, quick little thing we forgot to talk about in the beginning of the podcast is we have a GoFundMe account. Drop them donations if you feel like you have, uh, you know, if you want to help us out. We really like the, the help. But as always, I am Vontae the Pro, and I'm kicking it with my homie, with Gil. And this is the Hip Hop Review Podcast And god damn We changing the podcast game Another one Y'all, y'all, y'all finished or y'all done? Oh, Birdman <laughs> Let's go <laughs>